oh, why not take a break, pause that game you're playing, and instead listen to Nintendvania. Welcome to Nintendvania, a fortnightly Nintendo gaming podcast. I'm your host, Josh, or JT if you like. And in this episode, we're going over so much Nintendo goodness, including Metroid Fusion finally coming to NSO, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Booster Course Wave 4 details. That is always a tongueful. I hate saying it. We cover the reviews and impressions of Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe and Octopath Traveler 2. We've got a Pokemon Presents. Uh, Pokemon Sleep is still a thing. It is not dead. We're going to go into that. And, you know, this little game called Star Fox is 30 years old. We're going to reminisce a bit about Star Fox and some of the good times and probably a lot of the bad times. We'll go all over that. And then for Weird Nintendo, um, how students joke about the recent Nintendo Direct led to increased campus security. And to help me navigate through this episode, I'm joined by a very special guest. This person is a viral Nintendo TikToker, YouTuber, and co-host of the Nintendo Powercast. Like me, they work during the day in finance, crunching numbers, doing boring stuff, I imagine. It's probably boring for you as well, like it is for me. And by night, they become more creative. It is Johnny or Janibo, as you probably know him. How are you going? How's it going? I'm glad to be here. And yeah, my job is, my day job is so boring. <laughs> I was actually, I'm, I'm a tax accountant. So I am in busy season right now. So I was working earlier today and we're recording on a Saturday. And I'll be working again tomorrow on oh, Sunday. Oh, yuck. It is not a fun time of year. So I'm glad to talk about video games. Yeah, and we any will. Chance I could do it. Awesome. We uh, yeah. I, I work at a bank. It is you know interest rates, numbers. Um, you don't get to be creative, and so, um, this is my creative outlet. Um, obviously you, Johnny, with your Geneva, you um, how did that come to be? How how have you sort of uh, come to create all these TikToks and shorts and and be really involved in the Nintendo community like you are? Yeah. So, well, Geneva is a combination of Johnny and Amiibo. So my uh, my content creation really started like back when they came out, which is now like eight years ago, I think. Yeah, wow. Um, I think it came out in twenty fourteen. So I I was uh, tweeting about finding Amiibo back then. Yeah. And uh, then I had a you know I, I made a YouTube channel back then, but I really didn't get into it until like tiktok I, for some reason i found my my groove in tiktok and now here i am probably the most hated man <laughs> on nintendo tiktok hey uh you know you, you did uh, attract the likes of uh, beat em ups um that was that was hilarious I did, I watching did, the uh, I that was uh i that was interesting because somebody i forget who Somebody tagged me, like, man, you're in this beat-em-ups video. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Uh, and I think I think he – so beat-em-ups is an interesting guy, right? He, he's, yeah. He's a, little, he's a little trolly, and I feel like I also troll a bit in my TikTok. So I feel like me and him would get along pretty well. I think so, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, that, that, was a, that was a fun ride. Uh, and then he did like a follow up, mm. and you know everybody that he ta- everybody that he, he pulled a video from essentially made like oh my goodness would beat him up just watch my content they put it on their channel so we're all trying to get him to do it again yeah <laughs> trying trying to get the uh, the, the fishing line out again trying to bait him 
<laughs> I don't know if he's, I don't think he's done another TikTok one in a while, but no, I don't think he has. Yeah, he likes to do the the weird uh, switch peripherals and uh, weird games. Um, yeah. But I, I really like the the TikTok um, creative one, so I, 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 that was funny. Because yeah, I, 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 the one that he pulled. Oh, I think it was the one that he pulled for me was uh, games that I regret buying. Yes. On the Nintendo Switch, and then like I just clipped it like I don't regret anything. They're all they're all perfect or something. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he did not agree with me on that one. So. No. But uh, you you got what you wanted with that. That was the reaction you wanted from yeah, that. Yeah, that is the reaction. Hundred yeah, percent. Exactly. Did you you, you would have got a nice bump with your numbers post that? Uh yeah, I think I think some people found me from there. But the yeah. thing is, he doesn't really tag. He didn't uh, tag. Okay. He doesn't put you in 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 his uh, description or anything. Yeah. So that was kind of a. So I I didn't see a huge bump, but yeah, you know, it was still fun. It was still fun. Yeah, that's right. It's uh yeah. That's what it's all about. So, um, yeah. you're, you're very regular in your content. Um, you, you're probably daily with shorts, I, I imagine, um, and TikTok. Yeah, I, I try to post at least one a day. Yeah, with with, with your current day job, um, and all the requirements of that, how do you really find the time to sort of you know do this sort of stuff outside of that? Uh, well, luckily, I don't think like TikToks and shorts really take that long. Yeah. To make, so you know, if I think of an idea might take me 10 15 minutes to record it and get it up i don't do fancy editing um it's it's really just i record on my phone and then i then i post it so it doesn't take too much time right now like my brain is in like two different directions trying to think of the the accounting side and then also be creative and that is uh I feel like the quality of my content this time of year always takes a dip because it's just not all there. Yeah, yeah, that mental capacity is uh, getting stretched. But I, I do try to get at least one video out a day, um, but it's it's not it's not easy all the time. Sometimes I phone it in. Yeah, yeah, just to think of, uh, just to get the quota done, I suppose. But um, yeah, I, I, that's the key, I believe. Would, would be to be consistent and to keep posting and, and make that engagement with the community. So um, now ha- hats off for you to continue to do it and then to be creative and to think of things because I think it's hard sometimes um, just to think of an idea. Yeah, it's, yeah, and I don't even know. Sometimes I'm just like, a lot of, a lot of my creative time is in like the shower. I'm just trying to think <laughs> of things in the shower. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and most of the time they're stupid. They're just like really stupid ideas mm. uh, that I come up with. Sometimes they land. So most of the time they don't. But I, I just like it, it's it's fun to try and get something go viral. Yeah, not for sure. And and how do you go with your workplace? Do they know about what you do? Um, and uh, when they do find out, is it always a weird like? The old old sixty year old accountant who's been an accountant for thirty years has no idea what you're talking about, kind of thing. There are well, there are definitely some people that do now. Yeah. Because I've gotten, uh, we use you know Microsoft Teams to communicate. Yeah. And I've had uh, people message me saying like, guess guess what popped up on my uh-huh. for you page on TikTok? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, you weren't you weren't supposed to see that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know how. How many people know? Um, yeah. 
I haven't gotten any from like some of the owners or anything. So <laughs> most it's mostly colleagues that kind of understand. I think the one the one guy he he likes baseball, and I made a TikTok about MLB the Show on the Switch, and he's like, you'd never never believe what came up <laughs> on my on my Free page. It is it is awkward, uh, but it's not like I'm making content about hating my job or anything you know no. like it, that would make it more awkward for sure so you're not selling your body or anything like that you're not lifting yeah, that yeah, shirt yeah. up johnny and seeing <laughs> people pay to see what's underneath yeah, the, it's uh, the other kind of accountant right the, <laughs> the creative accounting account. kind of stuff that's it so yeah, yeah. that's good i've had a couple of people at my work now and you're right it is awkward i just uh, like ugh, like like i just wish there was a way they couldn't see it but everyone else see it i don't know yeah, yeah. impossible and i think for like like tiktok it pulls from your contacts sometimes oh okay I, I i've told it to not allow my contacts to see me yeah but i mean i think it's based on your your geographic geographic area as well yeah so i yeah i've had at least at least three co-workers message me yeah um, <laughs> Well, that's and good. Old, that means it's coming uh, out. College, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it or anything. Yeah. It's just, it, yeah, it's a little, it's a little silly when you see somebody <laughs> that that you think just does account. I don't know, just does accounting for a living, and then they're making a dumb video about Nintendo. Yeah, I, I get that. It's that. Yeah, it's it, it's very different worlds, isn't it? So, but um. Yeah, we should never feel um, embarrassed or, uh, or, or you know, the idea that what we're doing and what makes us fun and, and having a good time is a bad thing. So it's uh, hats yeah. off for you, for Johnny, for, for doing that. So, but um, with the Nintendo Powercast, it's um, going strong after about five years, I saw, or six years or so. I think I they, heard I think the other it episode. It's officially six years. Yeah. Jo- Josh was saying it's six years old this year. Yeah. I think he started it right before the switch came out just before yeah so like yeah. perfect timing that, that, that is the time to create a nintendo yeah. podcast because the, f- the few years before that you could have uh, skipped over and you would have been fine <laughs> i think for most people um so yeah, that, that's a really good show it's a really popular show um have you been there f- since the start how did you come to be involved no so i i i got on probably on, it's probably two years now it's probably been two years uh, I actually met Josh through TikTok, so that that was yeah. worked out perfectly. Nice. Uh, he was looking for another person to come on, and so I came on in March. And then uh, I think you might have spoken with Cheesy. I have. He's been on the show yeah. before. Yeah. And Cheesy came in a little bit later, uh, probably like six months later, or I think later in that year. So yeah. We're the two new ones, but I mean, we've still been there for over a year it's been it's been fun it's been a it's been a fun ride yeah i i love you you guys it's there's structure to it but the tangents you guys go on it's very um <laughs> spontaneous and it, it is literally just four four guys getting in a room who love nintendo gaming just talking and so that's what yeah. i appreciate about it and it's a it's a cool cool show from that angle yeah when you uh, when you sent the show notes i'm like oh what are show notes <laughs> Yeah, mine, mine's very structured and uh, interview kind of uh, scenario, whereas yours is, uh, yeah. But that's fine. It's, uh, you know, no, each, that's fine. No, each that's to their fine. own, it's isn't it? Different. It's, a, it's a good time. I think we all have a pretty good dynamic now. Like, uh, well, 
if you if you don't know, it's N sixty four Josh Nightcrawler. The death yep. the E seven two four I think, and then Cheesy C sixty four. So Josh and Nightcrawler have known each other for a very long time. Okay, and yeah. uh, me and Cheesy got kind of close because of the show, and now we're kind of like rivals. <laughs> We we tend to butt heads. Yeah, and it's just it's just a fun uh, back and forth. But that's good. That makes for interesting discussion, doesn't it? So, um, yeah. yes, you b- you both challenge each other, don't you? Just think think <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, him more than he <laughs> than he would like <laughs> than he le- than he wants. But uh, <laughs> that's good. Your inner troll journey just yeah, comes through, doesn't it? Yeah, you need that. You need that uh, contrarian. Hundred percent. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I say as I agree with you, just nodding without being contrarian at all. Um, <laughs> but yes, thank you for coming on, Johnny. We've got a lot to cover today, but um, before I get into uh, the, the the things we've been playing, I just want to thank everyone who listens to the show and uh, hats off for everyone who listens every episode um, and even more so for those who leave five-star reviews and support us on Patreon. So please have a look at those um, different tiers on Patreon if you do want to support us further. Um, we've got a few different varying perks for different um, financial contributions. We've got a free Discord as well. Um, having some fun on there, getting slowly growing that up, getting a few people in, and uh, you know, I don't have to, you know, start conversations as much now. There's people in there posting, and it's uh, it's been really good. So um, please check us out there. Like I said, everything I've mentioned it will be in the show notes. So Johnny, what what have you been playing lately? What's um What's something so that's I, really taking your time? I've been playing. I've been jumping between things. So I, I've been playing uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. I've been playing some Kirby Return of Dreamland Deluxe and some Octopath Traveler. Oh, and Splatoon 3. I, I always tend to play Splatoon 3 for a little bit here and there so I can get my uh, my perks or whatever they're called. The the catalog stuff. Get that. Yeah, level up for the, the items. Yep. Yeah. Is um are you doing the online table turf? Oh, so I'm a little annoyed with that. So it's not just against randoms. You have to play against friends. Oh, is that all? You, you can't do yeah. it online. <sighs> really? Yeah, there's no online random okay. matchmaking. It's just with friends. Which I, I I mean I do have people to play with, but I I was thinking maybe they would do some sort of uh, they do the matchmaking for you yeah yeah, just some type of matchmaking it is kind of neat like the uh the way it works is you set up a lobby and say you have say you have 10 people in a lobby uh you could go and sit down at one of the table turf tables yeah and then somebody could could walk up to that table and then challenge you so there could be i think there could be multiple games going out on at one time yeah, which I think is pretty pretty cool. Yes. Okay. So if you had a whole bunch of friends, um, and you could do it at once, that's yeah. And that's kind of like the whole tabletop, like scene yeah. is, isn't it? When people are playing games in person like that, so uh, that that's actually quite cool. Um, I, I mentioned this on the show. I love table turf. I love it more than the actual Splatoon game for some reason. That I just I, <laughs> I I want Nintendo to make those cards for real, and I would play the heck out of that. And I just I don't know just. I love I Tetris. I love blocks. I'm gonna steal Cheesy's idea. Cheesy's a big Splatoon guy. He is. Yeah, he, uh, he always wants. He wanted table turf on phones. So like through the yeah. Nintendo Switch Online yes. app. Yes. That would be a pretty cool. 
feature that they could use and somebody and people would actually use the Nintendo Switch Online app. Yeah. Or you could even, you know, while waiting for a game in the lobby, play that. Because yeah. we had the game in Splatoon 1, didn't we? While you waited. Yeah, yeah. So there was a, what, a squid, what was it called? Squid jump? Is yeah, it was a jumping thing. Yeah. Jumping? yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. But t- table turf, you know, that's, you know, if you're playing it on an easier mode, you could smash it out pretty quickly. <laughs> so it would work. But yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't played it too much. I, I'm I'm kind of bad at table turf, so yeah, takes. I think I'm level five. Okay, yep. So still still fairly early on. Um, did you end up getting the DLC in the end? I did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Here's the thing uh, about me. I buy everything Nintendo <laughs> puts out, no matter what. They, they must have Even a name for I us because I'm I'm similar, but not not probably not as bad, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I I did end up buying the DLC, and uh, the first wave is disappointing. That, yeah, that came it's not out even a wave. This week, yeah, it's, yeah, it should have been, uh, it should have been like a pre-order bonus, or I mean, it honestly should have been free for everybody with the new season. Yeah. Not really. They, yeah, definitely. I just yeah. I don't know why they locked it behind this paywall. There's no, unless they're gonna add to it because there's no features no it, it's it. yeah that's right if, if it came with the story mode at the same time that would have been fine but um just by itself and calling it one wave is i, th- I think crap so i don't know <laughs> I, 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 I i'm assuming you didn't buy it i did not buy it um i don't know i saw it in the direct and i just like listening my live reaction was really is that it for a wave and i don't know i, I think i'm pretty good with stuff like nintendo can can sell me a lot of shit and i'll I'll eat it up, but um, <laughs> on this occasion, I just like, nah, that's too rank, and just decided, nah, that's not happening. Shine, so. the tur- shine that turd up, you know? Here yeah, you that's know. right. Oh, this is polished really nice, though, they're saying, Nintendo. <laughs> Incopolis has never looked this good before. <laughs> Do check it out, but um, no, nah, I should get back into it. I might not buy the DLC, but, you know, it could come free on NSO later, like they did yeah, with Split yeah. 2, so if it does that, I might get it then, but... um. So that's good, and then Prime Remastered. So have you you finished the game, or you you still? I have not finished the game, but I mean I played Metroid Prime back in the day, you know, back on the GameCube uh, GameCube days. So I I beat it back then. Yeah. But what they did with the remastered is spectacular. It's it's actually fun to play now. I feel like yeah. the original you had to stop and shoot, and it just wasn't intuitive. Yeah, the, the, the controls, you mean? Just how it... Yeah, it didn't, yeah. Have, the, it didn't have the dual stick aiming. Uh, now they have that. It's more like a mod- modern shooter, which is... It's much better. Mm. The scanning... Uh, it is still a first-person scanner, so I wish... I hope Metroid Prime 4 is, is not all scanning. Yes. But it's still, yeah. still a fantastic game. It um, is. Have you... Have you played it? Do you have it? Yeah, I, I yeah, picked it up straight away with the Shadow Drop, um, and I picked up the physical uh, just the other day, and we got it a week later, the physical, than um, you guys in the States, and I uh, just, yeah, mentioned on the show just how, like, amazing I feel the game is, and um, it, it is just the, the standard for remasters now. That's, that's you know, going forward, every other remaster Nintendo does with any second or third party is going to be measured against this, and so... Um, uh, yeah, you're right. Dual sticks just makes this game so much more playable. Um, I, I'm with you on the scanning. It, it's there is a lot of scanning, um, and you don't have to do it. 
if you don't want to. Yeah, but like my brain is like. Oh I man, I'm with you. This. Yeah, like did like. I, did I miss scanning that door? Yeah. yeah, I gotta scan it. Yeah, have I have I scanned a power bomb upgrade before? <laughs> like or you know ammo like oh, just every time. So. Did I forget to scan the barrier suit? Ugh, man, crap. And then, then you defeat a boss. I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't scan it. Like, do I do I restart again or do I just go through knowing that it's I've missed it? Um, that's why Echoes is better because it's got the um different colors. They, they they fix it in the second one because it's got different colors oh, if I, you've I, already I scanned don't it. Remember that? Okay, and yeah. I remember Echoes had like the two different worlds. It had the dark world. And yes, the dark and the light. That's the one I don't remember uh, too much. Yep. It's, I also um, remember it had multiplayer. It did, yes. I've never tried it, though. It, it, it looked janky as, and, uh, you know, compared to Halo and, and, and you know, um, when that came out, just uh, I'll stick to the story. In saying that, I would love it for they, four. Uh, if they remaster it, maybe they'll have better multiplayer. That would be good. I, yeah, I, I, I just don't see them doing it the same quality as the first game and I, I do think it'd be a bundle with three and just hd textures upgrade and that and that's about it i i can't see nintendo doing no, it three no. times before four i mean people are thinking that the other two are already done and yeah well they're just waiting to drop them i'm hoping if yeah. they are gonna drop them that they are this type of quality or if they see the feedback because i think uh, Metroid Prime Remastered is not only reviewing well, but it's selling very well. Mm. So maybe they don't want to risk losing sales if they're they're just ports of like the Wii game. Yeah, I, I yeah, I've just seen what the uh, at least the Australian eShop. It is I think it's been number one for the last three weeks, except for the last couple of days when some random game's been given like eighty percent off. And so, um, <laughs> it's it's you know, Kirby hasn't outsold it. Um, Octopath Traveler Two hasn't outsold it. It's um you know even Mario Kart Eight Deluxe creeping behind it still, but it's uh, it's still selling more than Mario Kart Eight Deluxe How much currently. How cost in Australia? Uh, it costs sixty dollars Australian, and so okay, what, what's a normal price? Now? Eighty dollars. Eighty. Okay. Yeah, and so um. So that's for digital, but if we buy games in, at, at like a retailer, like EB Games, I think it's the only equivalent one that you might have heard of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, that's all owned by GameStop. Yeah, GameStop. Yeah, we got it to EB here. So um, they're about $10 cheaper. So I can get like physical games for like $70 um, so how Australian. Much you, how much was remastered? Um, a lot of retailers are doing 60 but I got it for 50 from. Oh, nice. Sometimes retail, so there'll be some retailers who do the ten dollars cheaper, and you just uh, lap it up. But um, you, you mentioned on the show why you got me on prices, um, because Tears of the Kingdom you've mentioned being seventy, how you don't like that. Um, yes, that's yes. it's been the case of Breath of the Wild in Australia from the start. That was always a ten dollar higher game, so it was ninety dollars here in Australia instead of just, the normal just eighty. Just that game. Just that game. That's the only Nintendo g game, I believe. That Bizarre. Might be Xenoblade 2 as well. But um, I live in a in a American bubble, so yeah, I, I wouldn't know anything. I knew, <laughs> I knew the games in Australia are more expensive than they are here because here it's typically sixty, and yeah. then now Tears of the Kingdom is seventy. Yeah, and your dollar stronger, so yeah, that's yeah, it makes it more more affordable. So, um. Yeah, we're just we're just hoping it doesn't go up to a hundred here for us. It, it should stay the same, but uh, you know, 
Yeah, gaming's oh, yeah. pretty cheap is anyway. It, uh, is it available to pre-order? Like, can you? Yeah, I e think. Shop? Pretty sure. Pretty sure it is. Just let me just get my spare switch out. <laughs> That's another issue. I yeah. only have four switches. <laughs> <laughs> I have been good. I've only had one. I've only had the OG switch, and I've like I have not succumbed to buying an OLED. I just don't want to. Not not oh, not not this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, it I looks mean, great. Hold off now with with yeah. the, the rumors. That's all right. I've uh, I've held off for so long. Um, yeah, it's ninety dollars here. Yep. So it is. Okay. Yeah, it hasn't increased again, so that's good. But um, yeah, we've had it for a while now, six years of that. So. Do you have the the game voucher program over there? We do. Yeah. So that's. Do they charge you like one hundred and twenty dollars? One hundred and thirty-five. So sixty, or was it one hundred thirty? Something like that. So you can still save. You can still save some money if you do it that way. Yeah, still save. Yep. Um, they're, they're smart. They know it's just enough for you to <laughs> to do it. I've already, I've already used the voucher on it. Yep, because so. you've yeah tears and then yeah tears and um Kirby Kirby, Kirby of course yeah yeah uh, nice so that's good and then um. What we're doing? Uh, games we've been playing. Um, so no, Metroid's been great. They they need to. That that's the standard. Um, I I am more excited for four now than I thought I would be. Oh yes. Um, yeah. really really excited. I, I was al- already I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited that Retro is doing it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. We know now it's gonna. Was it Team Ninja? Was it Team Ninja or Bandai? Was it Bandai Namco? Doing I heard Bandai Namco. Sure. I don't think it was officially ever confirmed, but. Heavily rumored, I believe. Yeah, I'm glad Retro's doing it. E- everything Retro puts out is just good. It's just a great. Oh, it's just yeah, game. high quality, isn't it? And it just makes me wish, or oh, no, want to know what what they were doing between Tropical Freeze and and effectively this. This Metroid. is. Like yeah, it's Metroid Primary Masters. That's what they're doing. <laughs> oh, but uh, not not the entire time. There's something else no, there. I, I, I'm thinking they were doing a third Donkey Kong game. Oh really? That and that just is either still coming or hasn't didn't, yeah, didn't make the cut. Know. I don't know how big retro is. Mm. They're not that big. But yeah, yeah. What, yeah, what have they been doing? I mean there was that room uh well it became a a ploy to find leakers with the uh, Star Fox Metroid Grand Prix <laughs> thing. I'm hoping it's real because I kinda oh, want that thing. Again, polished turd, I'd I'd eat that up, so <laughs> That that sounds great to me. That'd be so good. <laughs> um, speaking of Metroid, though, I've been playing uh, Metroid Two: um, Return of Samus on the Game Boy um, NSO app, and this is my first time playing this. I played the remake on the 3DS, and um, I feel so sorry for kids in the early '90s who had to play this game as it was. <laughs> Man, but that was. Oh. Yeah, I'm probably older. Than you, I think. I mean, I was a kid in the early nineties, <laughs> and I remember so those like those games are hard. Like hard. Some games on the SNES, on the Game Boy, NES, like they are just hard because they, they so want bad. you to spend yeah. like all of your time. Mm. You only could play one or two games. It's a whole arcade easier. difficulty mentality, yeah. wasn't it? As well, they want you to keep playing it, make yeah. it hard. Now I, I don't. I think I don't think I've played the original Metroid Two. I, I did play some of the the 3DS game. Yeah. 
but can't you miss like you have to kill so many metroids right that's the whole objective yeah that's right but can't you miss some um i don't i don't know yet because i've had to kill them to progress to certain that to the next area and so like i i first i tried to play this game without a map and thought i'm gonna see how long i can play it without really like getting frustrated and deciding to get them out and i couldn't even pass the first area because i had missed a metroid and I thought I'd been there, but it, I evidently hadn't. Um, so I find it, I kill it, and then the game starts rumbling. There's, um, like in the remake, there's liquid that disappears. And so it's toxic when you stand in it. But once you clear enough Metroids, it disappears, the yeah. liquid, and you can access the next area. So maybe towards the end, I might be able to skip some. But so far, no. I'm like, I'm halfway there. I've got 20 to go. Um, and then I've just got a map on my phone. And so I, I feel like I need to print it off. I need to print off a big A3 map and just make notes and cross out things as I go, maybe. That's probably the best yeah. way to do it. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess maybe it's a, it's a Game Boy game, so the, yeah, there's no way they would have put a map on there. No, that's right. The original, the original doesn't have a map either. It does not. That game's rough to try to do without a guide. Yeah. At least the colors contrast well in that, whereas this Game Boy one, like, I'm playing with the color filter, and thank God for that, because the green is just, like, <laughs> oh. like, like, these levels look the same to begin with, and then adding on this filter is just, yeah. So at least Game Boy color, it's 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 a nice blue, and, and Samus is an orangey-red. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Instead well, of just... Now, now I'm going to have to try to... I'm trying to beat this and beat it before you do. Hey, well... Um, you might you might do that. Uh, um, I'm I'm having a great time still with the map now. It is much better. Um, and I just like I can play this now. You know the fact that I couldn't do it before, the fact that I had to pay ten bucks to get it on the 3ds now. You know, I've got my subscription. Oh, it, was it was. It might have been a bit cheaper. I can't remember. I feel like I was that an ambassador game. No. They were the game, GBA games, weren't they? On the ambassador. Yeah, yeah, those were the GBA games. I don't think I bought. Yeah, I don't think I bought Metroid Two on 3DS. But yeah, I I made a video about how I think the NSO is better than the Virtual Console, and people just like destroyed me for that. Yeah, it would have been a lot. I, I agree with you. I think no, I I think NSO is better. Just in terms of what I played, and I played so many different games that I just wouldn't have bought because I would have had that. I don't know if this is a good game or not, and the fact that you just get yeah. to trial it. I know people like the fact they get to own the game in the virtual console. Well, that's fair enough, but um. Yeah, but then it's lo like right now I have so many games on my Wii. I guess I could have moved them to the Wii U, but then the Wii U is just just sitting there. Like that's I'm right. not playing my Wii U, mm. so everything's just stuck. It's all stuck there. Yeah, and then from the sounds of this NSO, it should be something that transcends the Switch into other. I would, I would hope. I would hope so. Yeah. That they've mentioned it in their um, uh, financial um, uh, sessions with shareholders. That's what their plan is to sort of you know it. It is a thing that transcends past consoles, and so um, unless something really bad happens, it should be around for a while yet. And so um, uh, it, there's a good value there. Finally, now um, with this Game Boy. Game Boy Advance stuff. Yeah, and there's so many... Now we have access to so many different games. Because we have Game Boy, GBA, N64. Yeah. D oh, not DS. Oh, my gosh. Not DS yet. Soon. One day. But I, we have the Mega Sega Drive. Genesis games, Genesis. which I forgot yeah. about. 
Yep. Yeah. Do you have the expansion pack or do you just have the standard expansion pack? Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. Day one buyer, baby. It's uh that was good. <laughs> I, I've been on yeah, it. I've been I, discovering uh, sixty four games from my childhood, playing new ones I missed. It's just yeah. I mean we're we're Nintendo podcasters and you know, it's just we're gonna shit turd again. We're gonna eat it up. But uh, <laughs> And I mean, I, th- I I think it's a good value now. I don't yeah. know what. I think it's really hard to dispute it now that it isn't. Yeah. It's like $50 a year here. Um, and if you have friends, you could buy it, buy a family plan. Like, I actually have a family plan, and me and a couple friends are on it. So it's not, it's like $80 a year. But when you split the cost, it's not bad at all. It's barely anything. That's all right. You could use your calculator app on the Switch to work out the costings as well, couldn't you? <laughs> That'd be I good. I made more money <laughs> with that calculator app. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's like like my, that's my go-to. I always like I try to like hide. I don't know. I'm not really hide it in in uh, videos, but I do have it on videos a lot. And people are like, "Dude, I actually bought the calculator app." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, thanks for the engagement. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for watching. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's good. Um. All right, so I think we've played a few different things there. I think um, you said Kirby and Octopath as well, didn't you? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And they're both Kirby's Kirby, and uh, Octopath is fun. It's a JRPG. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's dig into it a bit more now because it is time for new release acquired. And so just like Samus gaining gaining new abilities and upgrades throughout, um, we've got another couple of Nintendo games to add to our arsenal of the Switch library. And um, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. We've got two games on this day. Um, one of them was Kirby. Um, and this is the remake, I suppose, of Kirby's Return to Dreamland on the Wii or Kirby's Adventure, I think it was called for us. in Kirby's Adventure Wii was called for us in PAL regions. So... Um, when they first announced this, I thought, I, I don't remember Returns to Dreamland at all. What the hell is this? And then I read up. Okay. So they, they didn't change it for, for no. you for this one? Yeah. It's, it's just Return to Dreamland? It could, they could just call it Return to Dreamland. It's not deluxe for us. We don't know what the game is. Yeah. <laughs> the, the worst one, though, was um, Animal Crossing City Folk, because we didn't get that. We got Animal Crossing Let's Go to the City. Oh, okay. So bad. Well, I wonder why they do that. People don't know what folk is in Australia. I, I, like I, we do, yeah. I even understand your American, you know, butchery of the English language sometimes, you know, and, and the things you've, you guys have done. I speak American, okay? I don't speak English. <laughs> I speak American. That's a very American response. That's good. I like it. <laughs> um, but anyway, Kirby. Uh, and th- this one, like you said, it is the return to the 2D platforming adventure where you get to... Um, go back to Planet Pop Star, where you platform your way through colourful worlds to repair the ship of a mysterious traveller called Magalore and save the day in what is called everywhere in the world, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Um, so this game adds new content and features, including helper Magalore and assist mode in the main adventure. And because <laughs> these games are pretty hard, so you need an assist mode. Updated visuals and amiibo functionality. These games are not for us. <laughs> They're, they're, they're not, but yes, I'll get back to that later. Uh, <laughs> joining Kirby in co-op mode are iconic friends King DDD, Meta Knight, and 
Bandana, Waddle Dee, advance through the stages with super abilities, copy abilities, including the newly added Mecha and Sand abilities, as well as the returning Festival ability. Uh, endless, Enjoy endless party time fun with up to four players with a total of 10 sub-games at the Merry Magaland Amusement Park, where you earn in-game souvenir items, plus after you help Magalore rebuild his ship in the main adventure, get set to experience a newly added style of gameplay in the all-new game mode Magalore Epilogue the Interdimensional Traveller, where up to four players can play as Magalore as he sets on a quest to restore his powers. And this game's been doing really well. It's uh, reviewed uh, with a Metacritic score of 80. That's that's pretty standard. You know, typical Kirby 2D platformer I'd expect in yeah. the 70s. That's doing all right there. A um, couple of shout-outs to Harry from Press Start with his review, a 9 out of 10, Nintendo Life 9 out of 10, and then Oliver, who's also been on the show, on Vooks, 4.5 out of 5. Um, so, full disclosure, I've been playing the demo. I haven't got the full game. This hasn't quite, for me, been something I wanted to pick up. Um, but I know you have, Johnny. Understandable. What, what, yeah, understandable. You, you picked it up, though. What was your, what was your experience with the game? So, it, uh, all right, so I, uh, I'm not the biggest Kirby fan. Uh, but it's mostly because these games are too easy. And it's... And it's because it's not it's not for me, and I get that. Yeah. And we've just seen so many Kirby games in the in the past so much year. Yeah. That I'm like ah another Kirby game, and I I knew I was gonna buy it because I I buy everything, but uh, <laughs> it's it's been it's been fun. The story mode is kind of throwaway. I don't know. It's not. It's kind of like a slog to get through. I, I'm trying to get through the story mode because I want to get to the epilogue, the new epilogue yep. that they added. And I've been playing the mini games. The mini games are really fun, mm. but you can't play them online, so <laughs> I don't have anybody to play them. <laughs> it's, so it's a little, a little. Uh, that's a little bit of a a downer. Uh, if you like Kirby, I mean, you'll like it. But if if not, you could probably pass on it. Yeah, it's yeah. Th- that's the that's the vibe I've got. It's um, I know I got hurt from Star Allies and just I don't know. This this looks better. <laughs> Did you and play Forgotten Land? Do you play Forgotten? I, for- Land? I played Forgotten Land and loved it. I thought that was great. That's, yeah, that's a good one. That's Super Mario 3D World kind of vibes with that, and you know I think that's where Kirby should be going from here on. So, um, yeah, the, the in the demo they've got a couple of the mini games. You can play three of them. Um, the Ninja Star Throwing one. There was one with the guns and you've got to jump obstacles and you can lob the gun, the, the yeah, weapon like over. Bomberman. A little bit like Bomberman. Yeah, a little bit like that. Um, so that was really fun. Um, and then I can't remember the third one. There was something else, I think. But, um, you know, th- that, that's a fun addition. And then I, I think one of the best parts of Kirby's, the mini games and the extra things they do. But um, y- you are right. It is mainly a kid's game. And so y- you're going to play this with your parents as the kid. And so that's probably why the online multiplayer isn't really a thing. Um, I imagine they're less willing to make it online multiplayer dealing with str- you're playing Kirby online with a stranger. I don't know. Is that, I don't know. I, I feel like, well, I mean, they have the, what's that thing they released? Oh, Dream Buffet. Dream Buffet. That's online. That's online. Yeah, you're, you're true. Um, I suppose you can't, yeah, it's not like you can message things in there. So, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it, it's meant to be internally played, isn't it? With these Kirby games and a lot of Nintendo Even stuff sadly still is, but yeah. Yeah, even if uh, you could just play with your friends online, like that would have been 
That would have been fine. Because mm. there's uh, a lot of games here. Yeah, there's what, I think there's ten. Right, we said ten. That's good. Yeah, that's that's a good like session, online session, just yeah. with your mates, just playing these games, and 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 they they were good. And so that was my favorite part of the demo, and uh, in giving that sort of um rundown of of what they were. So, um, you know, we we've had a lot of Kirby, like you said, and so um, is this, is this a case now of maybe too much at once? You know, we've just had Return uh, Forgotten Land last year, Dream Buffet as well. We've had Kirby Fighters 2. Um, we've had Star yeah. Allies. I think there was another one that's come um, earlier on in the Switch's life, but it's been very top-heavy lately. Yeah, the uh, the joke is uh, they, you, they release a Kirby game right before they kill a system. Yes. And they keep not killing the Switch, so they have to keep releasing <laughs> Kirby games. <laughs> You can't kill the switch. That's right. So you got to keep releasing them. <laughs> I mean, I th- well, th- I think so. Nintendo, what they what Nintendo is trying to do is they're trying to boost some of their, I want to say, maybe smaller IP. So, I mean, Kirby's not. I want to say, very small, but it doesn't sell like a Mario. It doesn't sell like a Zelda. Yeah. Or anything like that. So they're trying to ride the wave of. Forgotten Land, because that's the best-selling Kirby game now. A lot of people might pick up this game because they've played Forgotten Land. And it probably costs them next to nothing to port this. Yeah. To update it and port it. Yeah, that's right. All the the assets there. Um, Yeah. There are a lot of Kirby games. It makes me wonder, A, they must be cheap to make. And, you know, I think how, obviously, making them. It's their thing, yeah. and so they want to keep making them. But it, it must be one of the few Nintendo titles. I think I, I think only Mario as a series would have more games than Kirby as a series. Zelda might be close, but I think probably, so many right. Mario. Unless you, Mario, I guess would include all of the all the spin-offs and, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably you're probably right. But it's it's a lot. They're not selling the same numbers as a Mario game. I mean, Forgotten Land was six million. That was their best ever selling. So, um, yeah, they they keep making them, and people buy enough of it. So I I just wish Metroid had got that same treatment. You know, just uh, you know. I mean, they might be doing it. They might be trying because they are they are kind of pushing Metroid right now. They are actually. It's it is a good time to be a Metroid fan. Yeah. Metroid Dread was was that last year? Twenty one, late twenty one. Yeah. Recently though. And Fusion coming up, Metroid Two just Fusion's out. Fusion's coming out, yeah, next week. Yes, Metroid Prime or Metroid Two was on the NSO. So that's right. Yeah, it's, it's happening. Maybe they're trying to do it. Yeah, I would love that. So, um, so yeah, do you think? So you're gonna f- try and finish this game. You're gonna get the epilogue at the end. Um, I've heard that's quite good. So, um, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything about the epilogue, but the stuff that they showed in the direct made me want to play it, so yeah. I have to get through, get through it. I, I don't think it'll take me la- that long to get through the main story. I think there's only like five or six worlds. Yeah. Like through two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's, yeah, there's eight worlds, and so it takes around eight hours to finish. Um, and then if you're looking to collect all the energy spheres, there's 120 throughout the levels. That will increase your playtime a They're lot. They're pretty easy to find. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so ma- maybe the ones at the end might be a little, little harder, but um. Oh, there, there are like challenge rooms. Mm. 
Okay. And that, I, I did one of them, and it was actually pretty challenging. It took me a few times to get, like, the gold medal on it. Yeah. So you need to get those, uh, the co- I think they're, co- they're called cogs or something, to unlock these challenge rooms so you can do them. So it's, that's what I'm playing for. Yeah. Like the main story is kind of, you know, throw away, but then it, what it unlocks is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So that other stuff, which is weird for, for a game, but uh, I suppose that's, yeah, that's, that's probably Kirby's niche strong suit there, isn't it? So um, with the mini games, eight are from the past Kirby games. So uh, veterans of the series will, be familiar with them, but the new games are the the Booming Blasters, which is the one I think I mentioned, uh, Samurai Kirby 100, and then Magalore's Tome Trackers as well. So, um, yeah, I, I've just heard, yeah, Epilogue's great, really good mini games, um, and then high replay value through that, um, and then the enhanced visuals. You know, there's no more jaggy edges of the the Wii, um, or no those have the days. Weird outlines, it's like yeah, have the weird stroke on the characters yeah yeah it's a little bit jarring that part's a little bit jarring. bit jarring like the black outline yeah like the black outline yeah yeah i see what you mean because if they move their body and the, the black line doesn't fully like if they so black outline on my hand here but the moment it's in my body there's no black outline on it yeah that kind of thing yeah it's i, I i'm assuming it's for to help see it visually i don't know it's yeah kind of weird bit of a design choice um, some negatives I've heard uh, very easy even by Kirby Sanders I've heard it's um, in, even with this assist mode as well so um, <laughs> oh man some crit- critiques I've read I don't know how you can dock a Kirby game on easiness <laughs> like if that's your they're all easy yeah uh, the no online multiplayer which you mentioned um, and then I've, I've seen a couple of reviews mention the pricey compared to other remakes slash remasters yeah I mean they also it's kind of an upcharge because on the Wii, it's fifty dollars. Mm, that's right. And on the Switch, sixty dollars. It's kind of like what they did with Tropical Freeze. They increased the price by ten bucks. But Funky Mode. <laughs> <laughs> that was up. I'd pay fifty dollars extra for Funky Mode. <laughs> <laughs> but at least with this one, they've added the the, ma- the mini games at the start and then the um yeah. the epilogue at the end. So at least there's a bit extra. Compared to yeah, tropical yeah, freeze was just guys, the easy mode, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just the easy. Yeah, mode. I, I'm wondering that with the whole Metroid Prime remaster, if their remasters are going to be cheaper moving forward. Yeah, with just with this amount of work put into it, and it was still ten dollars less. Yeah. Than than standard. I, I'd love to. Yeah, I mean, I really think it's helped it sell well. And then the fact it was a shadow drop made made the you know the hype real straight away, and so many people would have double dipped. I double dipped. I I I might double dip. if I can find it physically. I might get it. Yeah, that's the other thing with gaming in the states. You just like your stock runs out everywhere. That's because people. All right, so we have yeah. a lot of people like to scalp over here. Yeah. So if you don't, if there's an item that that people think are gonna that is gonna be scarce. They'll that's buy it up. That, that's getting bought up real quick. Yeah, yeah. And then, you, yeah, because you, your collector's editions sell out straight away. Um, I feel we, we get a bit more time in Australia with that. So, um, Yeah, I think the like the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom one yeah. sold out really fast. Like yeah, I, that's why. I don't yeah. have that pre-ordered. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it'd be hard to pick it up as well. So, but that's the thing. You can play any Switch game anywhere. So people could pre-order the Australian one. You'd just have to pay more for shipping, wouldn't you? And then yeah, and currency. I what the conversion yeah. rate is anyway. Yeah, yeah, possible. But uh, yeah, probably not as easy. Um, but yeah, with Kirby, uh, free demo. So check that out if for those on the fence. Um, if, if you're a fan of the prior games, um, this is probably one that you'll like as well. So any other comments on Forgotten Land? Oh, not Forgotten Land. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. So I, uh, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of Kirby, but I have been enjoying the mini games mm. and the challenge rooms. Uh, and there's like a whole like achievement list. It's like a hundred missions and that you use that to unlock stamps and the stamps get you masks that you could wear oh, yes. during yes. the game. So there are, there are a bunch of things to unlock. Mm. So it's not going to be a, a four, uh, you know, an eight hour experience and then you're done. Yep. Yep. I, yeah, the, the the masks were, were fun as well. So that was uh, I can't remember the Some one exactly. Yeah, they're creepy. Yeah, and then just Kirby just like gladly wears it and then can wear it in the main, main campaign. So I thought that was cool. So yeah. Um, yes, yes, that is a nice feature. Yep. Alrighty. Um, same day as well. We got Octopath Traveler two. So n- not a Switch exclusive this time. Um, it was a timed exclusive. The first game. I think we're getting this on the PS five as well at the same time. So, um, so it's it's the same thing. Takes a series HD two D graphics, um, continues that on. It's a fusion of the retro pixel art and then the three D sort of CG, um, and it's in set in the world of Celestia, uh, where eight new travelers venture forth into an exciting new era. Where will they go? What will they do? Whose tale will you bring to life? Every path is yours to take. So Octopath, that makes sense. Eight. Celestia is in the midst of an individual, oh, sorry, of an industrial and trade revolution. So it feels like a time of great prosperity in the world. Um, the story follows these eight characters, and they have their own stories and motivations. And so, um, there's a bit of flexibility, I suppose, in the ones you can choose. Um, and then these stories will vaguely interrelate with each other, and then more so towards the end of the game. And so, um very similar to the first game in that mechanic where eight stories and then you come back into one. So um, you got the break and boost mechanics make their return from the first game. Um, so characters gain a BP, which they can then use to increase their attacks or power in the same turn. Um, using this system to target an enemy's weakness can break them, which stuns them. And if you do it correctly, you can prevent them from attacking and then opening up yourself to more damage so a bit of strategic kind of elements to it as well um there's a new feature um where where you've got um, different effects on gameplay depending on what time the the day it is and so you can easily change this with the press of a button but um there's something to keep mindful of and you know if you you know need to do something that might be something to do um again full disclosure i played the demo for this one um i did parishio's story and so this was the one set in the Wild West, I suppose, an old Western-style town where he and his father deal with the boom and bust, I suppose, of the silver trade and then what comes from that. He's, he's a, a merchant. So um, to me, that felt like a different story compared to a lot of the others. So um, you've played this one as well, Johnny, from the sounds yeah, of it. Yeah, so I, I, uh, I played the full game. Well, I mean, I've, I haven't played the entire game, but yep. I played part of the full game. 
And I, so I started with the warrior. I don't remember his name. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah. Uh, but it's a pretty basic warrior story. Mm. You know, his, his, uh, he's the son to the king and his brother goes on like a rampage and takes over. And then you have to try to, you know, gather up the, the troops to, to take it back. Yeah. And then I went, so the way it works is you pick your initial character, right? So I picked the warrior. I beat his chapter one. And then you go and to a different character, like spot in the on the map. So I went to the dancer. Yeah, she's a dancer. Yeah, the one who wants to and make it big. Yeah, the one yeah. that wants to be like a, be a famous dancer. So yeah, yeah. you go there, and then it says, "Oh, do you want to do their chapter one? Um, this will disband the party for a little bit, but we'll be back together after you're done." Yeah. So I did that chapter one. That one was interesting. They all have like different abilities. Like I, I even started the merchant one, where you could kind of buy stuff off mm. of just random people. The dancer, you can persuade people to follow you into like battle. Yep. Which I thought was kind of interesting. And the warrior, uh, you could challenge people to duels. So <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yep. I was not going to buy this game. I played like 10 hours of the first game and I loved what I played of the first game, but it just kind of got overwhelming and it got difficult. So I'm like, I just put it down. And then uh, I was talking to the Nintendo Powercast crew and I decided to buy the second one. <laughs> I don't regret it. I am really enjoying what I played. I probably played like three, four hours so far. Uh, it's it's not too bad yet. It's not too difficult yet. So yep. hopefully, hopefully I could stick with it too. Like I I, I didn't see them all come together in the first game, so I kind of want to see them all come together in this game. In this one, yeah. And then then it's not like the first game you have to play that one before the second one. It's eight different characters in a different story. Yeah. So um, yeah, no need for people to feel like they need to play the first one. Um. It's, it's it's like live alive, isn't it? Those different stories um, coming together. So this is a very Square Enix thing that they've done, a very unique way of of telling a story. So, um, it, it's it's rated really well, I think. Uh, Eighty four Metacritic. We're getting nines from Nintendo Life. World Reports gave it a seven and a half, a bit lower. Um, press start here in Australia, eight and a half. And so, um, I think it's done slightly better than the first game, Metacritic wise. Let me double check that. Um, but here, hearing a lot, it's it is a lot of the same, and so um, depending on whether you you like that or whether you wanted something different, would probably dictate um how you feel about it. So it, uh, the the first game got eighty three, so um very similar, yeah. yeah, and that makes sense. So um, I w- yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. It does feel the same from what I played is even the, even the character classes. Like I, I'm pretty sure there was a dancer in the first one. Okay. Yeah. Not sure. So yeah, just uh, same kind of tropes maybe as well. Um, I've, I've heard they've tried to integrate the story a little bit more this time because that was, you know, it's one critique was, you know, there's a lot of individual stories and then coming towards the end, there is maybe not as much sort of melding as I would like. And so, I believe they've tried to do it a bit more this time. Um, 
I think it is difficult when there is no linearity in terms of how to play the game for them to do this kind of thing. And so um, I've read reviews where, you know, the main character is there, but they're not talking while the other characters are interacting. It's that kind of, um, you know, and they've got to, you know, sort of have all these scenarios based on, you know, if they play this chapter first and this has got to happen. And so all the scenario planning, you know, and with eight different storylines would mean a, a multitude of different, things they'd have to consider so it's very you know it, it's it's like it's like the interactions i feel in fire emblem engage with your characters sometimes some of it's very basic and kind of you know <laughs> they've got to create so much of it so um it's similar vibes that's that's uh that's what i've read so um it look, look looks amazing though I, I love this style and I, I really wish nintendo took a leaf out of square enix's book and did, did something for you know black and white Pokemon Black and White along these lines, yeah, yeah, or you know, something uh, like that would be uh, would be pretty nice. Yeah, Pokemon Pokemon in this art style would be pretty pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. That's right. Or even like if they do a remake of Super Mario RPG or something. Oh yeah. Chrono Trigger would be a good one. Yep, Earthbound. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Earthbound. Yeah, Earthbound. Mother Three. You know, if they ever release that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will take localized. Any day, so I. <laughs> I thought I thought they were gonna do it on the uh, GTA hey. day. Hey, they still can. They still can. That'd be great. They, uh, they uh, I remember when was it Earthbound Beginnings was mm. released? Like that was on. That was like during a Smash Brothers competition. They they announced that Earthbound Beginnings was coming to the the eShop. Okay. Maybe they'll do that with Mother Three. Yeah. I find that interesting for beginnings because it's not even NES, it's Nintendo, and it's yeah. I suppose it's all the. I suppose you know yeah. Earthbound three Smash Bros, don't you? It's just one of those series of mother th- series through it. Yeah, nice. Um, but no, I just yeah. Um, hearing yeah good things about Octopath, but yeah, more of the same. And so um, definitely depends what you're into. Um, a lot more strategic. Um, than your typical RPG, I, I believe. And so, um, if that's your thing, then. Uh, Give it another go. If you like the first game, you're gonna like this second one. That's that's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Yeah, and then yeah, a demo is out for this one as well. So any trans any progress you have will transfer into the actual game when you buy it. So yeah, that's that's what's. I mean, I I. So I, my theory on demos is I don't like demos because I just don't feel like doing the same thing twice. So yep. I would play the demo and then get the full game and have to do it again. Yeah. But these games that have the shared progress, that's been pretty. I mean, I I didn't. I just bought the game outright. I didn't play the demo, but it is nice to you know get a feel for it. Because were you able to play the whole like first chapter for that Particio? Yeah, you you you're given three hours, and so I believe oh, okay. you can do it in that time. So um, I I. Yeah, that's, that, I haven't quite finished it yet, but yeah. Yeah, that will, that will give you a good indication on, yeah. on what that game is like. So. Yeah. And then that's, yeah, that's that's what a demo's for. So um, I'm with you if, yeah, I don't like restarting stuff. So um, if I've done it, <laughs> let, let it transfer and uh, keep the good Dude, times I, going. I always, also, I always get like, I don't know if swindled is the right word, but I always <laughs> end up buying the game anyway because there's a, there's a game on, 
Xbox. It's called Wild Hearts. I don't know if you've yes. heard of that game. Yep, yep. Monster Hunter like. So on Game Pass they had a demo where you could play it for like ten hours. But the the there's a caveat because if you get to the overall hub world, it says, Oh, you need to buy the game if you wanna if you wanna go here. Really? And that's only like an hour in or so. Oh god. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I guess I'm buying the game. <laughs> Fine, I'll get my credit card. Jeez. <laughs> Away I go. Yeah, that's sneaky though. Yeah, so, that's a yay. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, well that yeah, well there. <laughs> Say no more. That's right. Nice. Well there you go. Um th- this just capped off a big month um f- of Nintendo games in Feb. So um a lot going on um outside of these two with Metroid Prime remastered. Um the GBA stuff, Game Boy stuff as well. So um r- lots of stuff to keep us busy for now. So um Moving to the news items. So we had a Pokemon Presents um, the other day. This lined up with Pokemon Day. I think the 27th of Feb, the day is when uh, Pokemon Red and not Blue. It was green, wasn't it? Green. It was um, green, yeah. Yeah, uh, launched in Japan. So um, 26 years, no, 27 years now. Eight. It was 95 or 96. How does math work? 96 it was, wasn't it? So 27. It was a 96, yeah, so 27. Yeah, yep. 27 years. Two years, years, years ago was the, the 25th anniversary. Yep. I yep. that. Yeah, that, that's the math, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that they... <laughs> we're in, we're in uh, math-centric careers. That's, we should that's be, not good. We should be good at this, shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Go on, have get ha- my calculator out. Yeah. <laughs> should get an affiliate code or some sort of... Uh, yeah, yeah. Reach out to the developers of Calculate to see if you can sell some copies of that. I'm I'm annoyed because uh, I bought that at like full price. It was like ten dollars. Yeah. And it's always on sale for like a dollar. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is a fair price. <laughs> <laughs> Probably still a dollar too much, but uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so this presents we got um, a whole bunch of stuff. Not a lot of gaming, I suppose, but it's when you come to watch these things you should expect a whole plethora varied range of announcements not just games and so with stuff for the pokemon world championships um we've got a pokemon trading card game classic which looks really nice um i'm not into pokemon trading card games but to have the og set um would be very cool i can only imagine it's going to cost an arm and a leg though if you don't buy it straight away as well like the resale on that would just be be crazy that thing looked expensive. It so did, didn't it? It's probably going to be, a, I would think, like, five, I mean, in U.S. dollars, probably, like, $500. Yeah. I don't know. So that, that would come with everything and then the playing board I as well? I think so. I mean, that's yeah. what it looked like, but they didn't yeah. really clarify. Yeah. It, it, it's. I'll it, just buy it for the Charizard. That's all I want. Like, I don't need anything else. Yeah. Um. I remember this on the show. You mentioned uh, differentiating the OG Charizards with these Charizards, and whether they'd it'd be an easy thing to do, or whether you know that market's going to get you know a bit uh, ambiguous now with the, whether it's a, a new or or a uh, old card. Yeah, I mean they 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 put markings on their cards. Like they they released a a set. It was called Evolutions, uh, and that had that was pretty much the original base set cards but it was called evolutions as opposed to base set yeah and that had 
distinct markings. The anniversary cards had like this big Pikachu stamp on it. They'll 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 differentiate it somehow. Yeah, yeah, they'll find a way. Um, yeah, so that really good. Um, Pokemon Concierge is a new stop motion animated series coming to Netflix that got announced. Um, uh, that looks cool. I think it'll be probably bite sized episodes, nothing too long. I would have thought with with stop motion, it's probably a fairly hard and time consuming thing to make. Um. But yeah, I think this is this this might be the side of a really cool relationship with Netflix and a few different things from the Pokemon universe. Yeah, I uh, I'm interested to see what this is. Mm. Uh, I don't I don't know. I wasn't too pumped when I saw it. I was hoping yeah. for uh, uh, maybe like an anime or something, but yeah, I don't know what it's gonna be. Mm. It could it could be it could be uh, good stuff with Psyduck. Psyduck's a funny. Funny character. Psyduck's great. That's right. Headaches all the time. I just, you know, just relate to him. He's he's good. So, um, <laughs> it's it's yeah. I I I like this sort of stuff. That's good. Um, stuff I don't like. Pokemon Unite has passed a hundred million downloads, which is crazy. Um, they announced here that uh, Zashian. Uh, I always have to write. You correct put the pronunciation. I I can't. I I I'm always gonna like. I'm gonna say Zakian if I don't have the uh, phonetic pronunciation to we, the next of it yeah we get we get dinged on pronun- pronunciation all the time <laughs> and this is a good idea we should probably <laughs> look into this well, well, n64 josh got to uh, uh told off for how he pronounced samus aaron didn't he yeah 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 a run uh, but it also it's, it's funny i don't know i think it's, i think it's funny especially when we get called out for it because like then we kind of lean into it a little bit. Yeah, just go with it. To, yeah, just just yeah. double down and keep pronouncing it that way. That's right. Just, just make <laughs> Sam that. Sam is Saren. <laughs> That's right. Sorry for the S, wasn't it? <laughs> I listened to that and I didn't notice it, so uh, maybe it was just them. So, um, I don't get that, but yeah. Are you not you're not a Pokemon Unite fan? Um, I I loved the game at first, and then I just really like how much work I needed to do to unlock some of the characters. I just It just immediately turned me off. And um, I believe some of it's a lot of pay-to-win now with the accessories and, and things you can buy. Um, I haven't played I it, it since. I don't, but think it's, I don't think it's necessarily pay-to-win. Well, apparently this character is, is Zashian. It's a bit OP. Is, is that the it's pretty broken right yeah. now. Yeah. But I, I there's a... There's an item in the game, I forget what it's called, but you could spend real money to to get it, and that item is used to like level up your your held items. So that's that's why people were saying it was pay to win. Yeah. But I don't think it's I don't think it's too bad anymore. But now okay. they did implement like more like more gross mobile type monetization options. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that if you don't get Zacian through the free event, you you pay like twenty dollars to unlock it. So that's, okay, it's pretty yeah. much for a for a Pokemon. Also, the the cosmetic items are very expensive. I purchased a skin for Lucario. It was a while ago, back when probably like, it was probably like a year ago. And if I didn't get a discount, it was gonna be forty dollars for a wow for a skin. Yeah, that's not. I, uh, it's a lot. Of, so bad. Lot of 
that that's just ten cent all over it, isn't it? Just how yeah. they've have they done that. So, um, yeah, it's just that stuff I've heard about, and maybe I need to come back to it to see. Maybe it hasn't, you know, the goals aren't so far away as I thought they were. Just to unlock some of the Pokemon I wanted to play as, but you know, the, the moment I found that out, it was just an instant turn off, and I just haven't haven't really looked back at it since. So, um, but it was fun when I played it. It was it's a great time and you're different. Pokemon and their abilities, and um, you know, and just just playing, playing, working with other people around the world to sort of get the high scores was quite fun actually. And then and when you got on a really good hot streak, and you were just like absolutely claiming all the baskets and getting all the points, like all the other players are on the other side of the map, and you just sneak along to the other side and yeah, go through. So that it feels it was good when fun. you're winning, but That's when, right. you lose, when you're on the <laughs> other side of it, it doesn't feel that good. No, I bet, I bet. <laughs> I, I, when this game first came out, I got really into it. I got to mm. the master rank. Uh, the first, oh wow! The first season. Yeah. I haven't played it much since, uh, but I do have some. Fr- I do know some people that play still play it to this day, and they they have a lot of fun. Have a lot of fun. Yeah. No, oh, I'm good on them. Um, we also got Cafe Remix. Um, this game is still getting stuff. I, I, I can't believe it, but we're getting the Violet and Scarlet starters in Sprigatito, Fue Coco, and Quaxley. They're in the game now till the 17th of March alongside a Paldea-inspired dish. Um, never played this game. Um, I'm good. But it, every Pokemon Presents, yeah, no, it's getting it's updates. So it's uh, <laughs> people playing it. Yeah, that's... They must be. I don't know. It's just that must be big on, like, mobile because I don't... Can't be on the Switch. I I don't think I even ever tried it. I don't even, mm. It's such a weird, like it's a puzzle game, but yeah, like scroll your finger around and that's that's it. That's it. Yeah, that, that's the that's the vibe I get. Um, Pokemon Masters EX. I, lo- I love when they when you celebrate your half birthday. Three and a half years old. The game is. Um, new Galar trainers and gym leaders are coming to the game as well. So, um. This part I don't like. Like these presents, I'm just going to mention it now. These presents, they are talking about the same games, and I know these are the type of games to get these sort of life service like updates. But the last three or four Pokemon presents have effectively been the same games, yeah. talking about the same content. So, um, uh, yeah, th- there was a lot of stuff that I thought it was a bit of. Uh, I don't really care too much about that. Um, and then yeah, towards the end, th- of I don't more. think you're alone. I think. This is a pretty underwhelming presents overall. Yeah, and and then especially with everyone effectively thinking Game Boy and Game Boy Advance Pokemon games were coming in some shape or form. So I yeah, suppose we're always going to yeah. yeah. That might that might have been our 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 fault. Yeah, we're reading yeah, <laughs> reading the tea leaves when uh, there was nothing there to begin with and um, trying to put things together. So um, yeah, but. Pokemon Sleep isn't dead. And so um, I really thought this was done. I thought, yeah, they're, they're not going to bother releasing this because this has been like years in the making, like four or five years since they yeah, first I don't when they announced, announced this. It. Yeah, it's a long time. They announced it a while ago. Yeah. So, um, so Pokemon Sleep, it, you leave your smartphone where you sleep next year and it will analyze your sleep and categorize it into either dozing, snoozing, or slumbering. Um, and so Pokemon that sleep in a similar way to you will appear in the game. And so... Um, it's, it's trying to help you looking forward to going to sleep. I don't know how they're really measuring it without, you know, I've got a smartwatch and it tracks my sleep if I decide to wear it at night. Yeah. And that would help a bit more with, you know, my heartbeats and um, I suppose it could track some other things, but your phone just next year I feel wouldn't be able to do as much. 
even the uh, Pokemon Plus Plus. Like hear you breathing or something. That's right. Know. Just watch how much you're moving or something. You should um, yeah, a light sleeper. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is it's such a this is such a weird thing for me. Yeah. I I don't know how they're gonna monetize it. If they're gonna monetize it. Yeah, whether it, whether you pay straight up or yeah, if it's free, how they monetize it from there. Um, the the weirdest thing for me though is it wants you to collect all the sleep styles, and so I don't think that's a healthy sleeping experience to sort of <laughs> go for a light sleep like a one eye toted eye one night, and then really go for the goofy uh, slowpoke sleep on your back. I don't think that's a great way to get consistent and good sleep for your health and well being. So um, we'll see when it comes out, but. Um, uh, you know, I it, do need I it, do need help looking forward to waking up. So <laughs> if they could somehow do that for me, my my partner Michaela, she 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 had a good comment as well. She's like, uh, Pokemon have finally worked out their target market, adult adults who really don't want to wake up in the morning, so they need something to <laughs> exactly to help them. All uh, of the marketing for that app are yeah, adults. So yeah, like <laughs> depressed adults who still love Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. In their 30s, reliving their childhood. Um, <laughs> please, Slowpoke, tell me how to sleep like you do. Make me more goofy, please. So I need to get that little hockey puck. For <laughs> what is it called? Pokemon Go Plus Plus? Plus Plus. Stuff? Yep. Um, That's how they monetize it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to buy it for that, don't you? Um, get the extra. Um, what it's you, So you press a button at the start, press it at the end when you wake up, and then there's a Pikachu inside. And so it can sing to you, and then it can... Soothe you, I suppose. Creepily watch you. Maybe it's yeah. a Pikachu that was in the direct in the Pokemon present. The mechanical Pikachu. <laughs> you guys are so right because you're like they didn't address it. It was just there. And it was like it's almost like the the Pikachu had taken over the Pokemon company, and uh, you yeah. know, it's just uh, you know. Yeah, it, nobody said anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just there. don't mind me. Can you buy them, or is that just a weird thing they haven't sold yet? I have no idea. Yeah. Maybe maybe you can buy it. Or, like, you will be able to buy it? Yeah. I don't want to, but... It was just bizarre. It was. nobody acknowledged it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 100%. It was, yeah. So now we're talking about it. So that that was the whole point. That was the whole point. Correct. Yep. It's it's made it memorable, the whole presents. Um, For a lot of stuff that otherwise wasn't. Um, uh, uh, Plusle, the Pokemon, has been hard done by... Um, I feel there was some way to include Plusle instead of Plus Plus for the Pokemon Go uh, attachment. I mean, they've, I think it's been called like Pokemon Go Plus. Well, yeah, I guess it was Pokemon Go Plus, and now we have co- Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Plus Plus. I don't know Plusle. I don't know. It's got, it's got two pluses on its head. I don't know. There's something there. That's all I'm saying. I need some, some more creative people than me to uh, work out a name for that or something for it. But um, I think the big thing was the Scarlet and Violet DLC, which I think everyone kind of knew was coming, but it's here, and so that's that's good. Um, it's the Hidden Treasures of Area Zero DLC, and so um, we get two parts, the Teal Mask and then the Indigo Disc, um, and they come in separate waves or um, installments. Um, first, Teal Mask, probably middle of the year, and then the Indigo Disc towards the end of the year, and so... Um, we didn't get a lot of details, but the DLC will have new features, including new Pokemon, um, and then ones returning. Um, there's two new legendary Pokemon, Ogapon with its fearsome mask, as it's been described, and then Terrapagos, I believe, uh, Resplendent 
in its glittering aura. It's a way to describe it. So um, in part one, the teal mask, you'll visit the land of uh, Kitakami, I believe, as part of a school trip outside the region of Paldea. And then part two in the Indigo Disc, you'll will take you to Blueberry Academy, that's easier to pronounce, as an exchange student. So um, I, I get the feeling it's going to be very similar to Sword and Shield's DLC, kind of along those vibes. It's, it's, it's this, you know, we get the main games now, we get the DLC after, there's no third game anymore. That's um, just the way it yeah. is. I mean, uh, they kind of stopped with the third games. I'm trying to think when the last mm. one was. Well, they did Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. So was the the two third and fourth really in a way, and then um, black and white two yeah so X and Y didn't have one no so it's it's really platinum it's the last proper yeah. third game by itself. But now they're like yeah. oh, we could make more money <laughs> selling <laughs> DLC. Pokemon company making money that's 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 a weird um never heard that before in one sentence. No, they they're a small <laughs> indie company. Oh yeah, that's right. that's more familiar. Yeah. No, no, for the games like Jewel Dozer and uh, <laughs> um, uh, pocket, oh pocket Jockey, Pocket Jockey, yeah, uh, li- li- Little Town Hero, those, those timeless classics. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, so this is more more of what we're expecting. Um, you know, I I enjoyed enough my DLC run for Sword and Shield, uh, Crown Tundra, and the Isle of Armor, and um, think think it'll be just more of the same. Performance, yeah, I'm, uh, increases maybe. Probably not. I love uh, I love Scarlet and Violet. For all its faults, it runs at you know ten frames per second. <laughs> but it it's still like one of my favorite Pokemon experiences. Mm. It was still and fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait for more content because I I was playing and I was like shiny hunting and shiny hunting is like super easy in that game. I have mm. like, over fifty shinies now. Oh, and nice. I just kind of. I'm good. I don't. I don't need to do this anymore. Uh, the raids, they're not that fun. So yeah, to get more story content is gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, a lot of people will agree in the bigger decks as well. So more of that catching. Um, at the moment as well, there's terror raids on for catching Walking Wake, which is a Suicune prehistoric version of that, and then Iron Leaves for Verizian. Um, these are five-star raids, and so I didn't have too much trouble getting into these. I just launched my Poke Portal and did it online, found them uh, for both. Um, just connection issues, a couple of those, but it's probably my end, and, uh, and I got them. So um, get them while you can before they disappear. Um, and, yeah, we'll work, work, look out for the Till Mask sometime later this year. We'll get more details, I'm sure, um, and we'll go from there. But overall, this presents, I just, yeah, uh, Obviously, I think we a lot of people, myself included, probably hyped it up a bit more than we needed to. I think the running time being a bit longer than normal um, historically and the whole Game Boy Pokemon thing probably was a big recipe for disaster. But I, I still feel it was missing like one cool announcement gaming-wise. I just, yeah. Oh, where Where is Detective Pikachu? Yeah, correct. They announced that like four years, four years, years ago. ago to come to the Switch. And yeah. I I'm I'm just really yeah, there, there's you know they they've ventured into the mobile stuff a lot, but I just I just really want to know if their output on the Switch has been slowed down. I I know because they used to make games for both you know consoles, but predominantly handhelds. 
um, now that we've got just the switch now, um, I don't know. I just don't think we're seeing the you know the extra things that they could be producing. I know this is a I mean, how many how many games did they release last year or in the past? I mean, they released Arceus and Scarlet and Violet in the same year. Yeah. And even so, before that, it was like Pokemon Snap. I feel like there's Owen oh, Unite. Take back everything I've said. Yeah, that's fair enough, isn't it? <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm going to call that yeah, out. I, I was uh, I, their team is pretty big. Yeah, I don't. I think they they have multiple teams. So I don't know if they. I I I want to say that they're working on improving the quality of their games, but cynical me thinks that they are. Uh, they you know it sold. Scarlet Violet sold 20 million copies in six weeks, so yeah, it's no matter uh, what they do, is profitable. Yeah, anything they put out there is just going to sell a lot. And so, um, yeah, I suppose my comment before was mainly, I was thinking more spin-offs, but then we have had new Pokemon Snap come out, and so, and even a Mystery Dungeon before then. But, um, yeah, it, it is, yeah, I, I would prefer the, the quality if we're not going to get the frequency of games so but we are in a way so and that's why the quality is bad it's a it's a big circle of death isn't it <laughs> give me more games i don't care if they're crap yeah <laughs> but but wait they're crap i want them to be good take your time um somebody was saying that they weren't gonna buy the dlc as like protest for how for <laughs> the scarlet and violet run on on the Yes, the even though they bought the uh, the game to begin with. <laughs> yeah, they bought the base game, yeah. knowing the, the performance issues. So, Yeah, that will show them. That mechanical Pikachu is going to get your message loud and clear, <laughs> I tell you that. That's a <laughs> We'll make a note of that for next time. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There just wasn't a lot of gaming stuff in the, in the presents, and, and a lot of stuff that's for, for games we've already heard about and little, little things. And so um, I feel these things could be a lot more hyped up. So... That that's that's where I'm where I'm coming from, in these presents. Well, it feels like a it's probably like an obligation for them now. Yeah, like, oh, I guess we gotta do this Pokemon presents every Pokemon day, even though we don't really have anything in the pipeline. <laughs> yeah, but I suppose that the thing is they probably should, shouldn't they? Just with how big it is and uh, how much money they make. So, um, it's the highest grossing entertainment franchise. Yeah, yeah. Ever. In so. the, in, yeah, that's it. It's only you know. And it's and it's you know going from strength to strength still. It's not like it's slowing down or anything like that. It's you know yeah, like you said, twenty million for Scarlet and Violet. So it's just going to keep going. Um, yeah, a constant challenge, but that's all right. Um, yeah, we got uh, Scarlet and Violet. We get some more DLC this year, so um, eating pretty well still. Uh, moving on, um, just. Going to touch on this briefly, the Tears of the Kingdom art book that got leaked. Um, we're not going to talk about any of the spoilers, but the fact that it got leaked, I suppose, and um, people have seen things from that and been able to piece some things together. Um, just reiterate, we're not going to talk about anything specifically. Um, have you seen it, though, Johnny? Have you I have seen not. You have I not? am avoiding, avoiding spoilers yeah. right now. Yeah, I want to avoid it as well. So um, I think... So there are leaks out there if you want to look at them. If you want to, that's all right. That's yeah, it's a PSA as well. Um, it just leaks everywhere on the Switch and Nintendo hardware as well. But um, um, 
Anyway, Metroid Fusion on the NSO. We got that announcement the other day, and so that comes out on the 9th of March. Um, this is a great Metroid game on the GBA. Uh, I, I just over 20 years old. Um, follows the bounty hunter Samus Saren, that's how you say it, is attacked by an ex-parasite while exploring the mysterious planet SR388. Um, so this organism is not only deadly, but it can mimic the abilities and creatures it infects. And so if you played Metroid Dread, this is where the X come and originate from. Um, and so you get to deal with the X parasite in the form of Samus. And, and it, this game is really creepy. And a um, bit more of a linear experience for those who haven't played it before. You're kind of guided a bit more. And so if a Metroid game feels like something that's... Um, you're not as you know appealed to because there's not a lot of hand-holding. This one's a bit more hand-holding in terms of you go here, we'll tell you what's happening, and, and you can go from the next place from there. So um, I love playing this one on the Wii U. Um, I'm really keen to get back into this one again. Um, is this one you played, Johnny? Yeah, I, I, this is probably my, one of my favorite Game Boy Advance games. And I, uh, I remember how stressful it is having yeah. the the parasite samus chase you though it's kind of like uh, i'm assuming you've played metroid dread or, yes yeah so the the emmys or mm. whatever so it, it it's kind of like that the, mm. yeah the parasite samus chases you for a bit just like the emmys and then you know you go about your business but I, that's where i think they got the emmy the idea for the emmys for dread yeah i just love how this game looks i love samus's suit in this game mm. it's just so unique and different, different from every other one isn't it yeah it's, yeah it's not it's not the various suit, so it's just it's just different mm. and i played this when this came out when metroid prime initially came out same day there was a i'm, I'm hoping i don't know if they're gonna do this but i hope they do I hope if they see that you played Metroid Fusion on the Game Boy Advance, that you unlock the Fusion Suit in Metroid Prime Remastered. Because that's what you used it. You did get the Fusion Suit in the original. You did, yeah. That's it. I, I would love to see that. I yeah. We, we, there's been a lot of talk about this sort of cross NSO functionality, hopefully happening with other games, and so I really hope it's true. I think it's a really cool thing they can do. Just to really know create that immersive experience and you know remastered isn't fully there because the switch and then the original nes games aren't fully there so um oh yeah these in metroid prime you can unlock metroid one right i believe so yeah yeah i guess you can't do that in remastered not that i know of no but no, i do no i don't believe so i do remember the fusion suit so i'm, I'm mm. hoping they they do that somehow yeah Oh, I think it'd be a quick, quick win. I, I, I believe they can do it, but uh, whether they will is another thing. So, um, with this now, you'll be able to play all the t mainline 2D Metro games on the Switch. And so, I always found this really funny. Eighteen months ago, when they're drumming up the marketing hype for Dread, and they're talking about all these games in the series, and it was only yeah. Metroid One and Super Metroid that they could play in the lead up to. Um, Metroid Dread, Metroid 5. And so uh, Metroid 2 was missing, which is now here. And then Metroid Fusion, Metroid 4 was missing. And it will be here from next week. So finally get to have play the whole five on your Switch. Um, 
so good days. Great time to be a Metroid fan. It's um, it is feels like the please, yeah. Please buy it. That is the problem with Metroid. People don't buy it. That's right. It it's it. it they're such good games. They're they're really fun and they're really um, I just that that really dark atmosphere of Samus being by herself and against everything that she comes across. It is just her against the world, and so um, really love the atmospheres they create for the games. Um. I don't know, it's just uh, those three OG pillars of Mario, Zelda, and Metroid, it's just, you know, Metroid's the one that's always had the hard time to sort of uh, stay relevant and ha- get that mainstream appeal. And so um, ho- I hope that this stuff on the Switch definitely helps with that. And then Prime 4 as well. And and having Prime yeah. Remastered do so well. And I'm seeing so many stories of people playing it for the first time and really loving it. And so that's that's an awesome thing to sort of hear about. And so I think it just bodes well for, for what's to come next. Yeah, and I think uh, Metroid Dread is the highest-selling Metroid game. Is that right? I believe it is, yes. Yeah. Because I, I think if it hit 3 million, I think it is. Yeah, I, I think it would have hit 3 million by now, but we just haven't seen, because it's just fallen through the cracks of what Nintendo report every three months. It hasn't sold enough to be in the yeah. top 10, or yeah, it's, and it's over a year old now. So. And I'm, I, I think Metroid Prime is going to sell more. That that game's just more marketable to a current. So you think Prime Remastered will sell more? Yeah, I think so Prime Remastered will sell more. So you think it'll be the Metroid highest selling Metroid game? And then hopefully that leads into Metroid Prime Four doing really well. Yeah. And Metroid is one of my favorite series. Uh, the way I got into it, like my my uncle is my my godfather, and he would always get me a video game for Christmas. Yeah. And I got I got a GameCube, you know, the year it was released, and and my parents got me, you know, the standard Mario Kart or what whatever the I think Luigi's Mansion or whatever yep. was the Mario game, and my uncle got me Metroid Prime, and I'm like I have no idea because I don't think I I've never I never played Super Metroid mm. I never played a Metroid before that, and he he gave me this Metroid Prime, and like. What the heck? What is this game? <laughs> and then I, ever since then, I've just been in love with the series. Love it. That's so good. It's um, yeah. And what a, what a great one to start off with as well. Um, did you finish it as a kid? Is that because I, I could did, I yes, could never finish it. I could never. Yeah. I wasn't. When I say kid, I was. So what year did it come out? Two thousand one. Oh two. Oh two. Yeah. yeah, I was fifteen. So I was I was a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was old enough to be able to handle it. I remember I remember beating the final boss. That I don't want to spoil it because people might not have experienced yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I do like that battle. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I've. I really struggled finishing it the first time. Um, I couldn't finish it as a kid, and then later on I could finish it. But then this recent playthrough, it was just the easiest thing. I think the controls and everything helped as well. But yeah, it yeah was, the controls definitely helped. Yeah, it, but it, it was definitely the most I've enjoyed playing it. And so, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, because it was my first game I bought with my own money, 150 bucks, GameCube, two controllers, and Metroid Prime. And so it's, it's special from my point of view that I finally finished it the years later um, after, like, probably getting frustrated with it and not really liking it at first not quite getting it but then later on it clicks and you're like ah oh, why didn't i think of it why didn't i think it was good back then you know but it, now it's like it's just 
one of those timeless games that I uh, think about a lot. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I played Metroid Two. I, I think I beat that one. Uh, I played a little bit of Metroid Three I'd, or Metroid Prime Three, and I'm not a fan of that game. Just yeah, because of the controls. The controls are just. Yeah, and then the extra voicing, the bounty hunter stuff as well. Do you like that? Or yeah, is yeah, that, that, yeah. It was yeah. just it was a different take on Metroid Prime. It, so I'm hoping yeah. they go more traditional with four. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping so too. But obviously, with all the modern um, quality of life stuff to add to it as well, so. Um, who knows? We might get more Metroid later this year. Um, that would be great. We'll uh, we'll watch with interest. But um, in the meantime, we've also got the Booster Course Pass Wave Four on the 9th of March too. So we get Fusion and then this as well. So um, the latest wave, we get a lot of uh, Mario Kart Tour tracks. We get Singa- uh, Singapore Speedway, Bangkok Rush, and Amsterdam Drift, all from Mario Kart Tour. We get DK Summit from Mario Kart Wii. Riverside Park from Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario Circuit from Mario Kart DS, and then Waluigi Stadium from Mario Kart Double Dash outside of the new Yoshi Island track. So um, I'm not as excited for these as previous waves. I don't know about you, Johnny, but uh, I don't know. I I like Waluigi Stadium from uh, Double Dash, but like, and even uh, a DK Summit, but some of the other stuff I'm not, that's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The tour tracks, there's a lot of them. I don't know. Yeah. Is, is it a lot or is it? I think there's usually two. Like usually two in a pack or a wave. So they've got three here. And I, some of them are cool. Like, I do like some of the tour tracks. I think they're, mm. they're a nice little change up. Uh, I think Ninja Hideaway is probably one of the better ones. But the, the city ones, they all start to feel the same. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the only one, <coughs> only one that feels that way. Uh, so like, I don't know, uh, Sydney, like Singapore, uh, Amsterdam looks like uh, Sydney, a little bit. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I'm American, so yeah. I don't know what anything looks like. <laughs> this country's outside of the states. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> I, I know. I know. People love DK Summit, but that looked a lot like Wario, the Wario Mountain. Mount Wario, I think that's what Mount Wario, yes, yep, yeah, on, on, yes. So, but I know people love DK Summit. Another Mario Circuit's kind of meh. Yeah, uh, I am excited for Waluigi Stadium though, and the and the new Yoshi's Island looks awesome. Like I think it looks that amazing, doesn't really it? Cool looking. Yeah. Track. And then we get um Birdo as well. So this is the first time we'll get an extra character to play. And I saw a whole bunch of Birdo colors, so it seems like we'll be able to um. Make it a, a white birdo if you want, or all, all the different colors yeah. of, of the rainbow. So that's cool. Um, interesting though, the marketing material that we've seen for this, they've adjusted it slightly so that um, it's people are thinking there could be more waves from this. It's hard to describe the change, but um, in the top right corner, it just said 48 tracks, but now it says waves one to six. 48 tracks and there's some other yeah. stuff deleted yeah, I, at the bottom. I noticed it as yeah. soon as I watched the trailer. Yeah. And like we were talking about it on the show and nobody like nobody believed me or like nobody was like <laughs> oh that's that's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I think it they're is. bringing more tracks. It, I, I think they've made a change and it will yeah there, there'll be either more content or an extra couple of waves or something because they'll just you know why not? I think they're adding 
if they're adding characters now and say they add a character a wave, we would only get two more characters. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a lot. Like only to add three characters. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, like how many like how many when you have the character selection screen, how many characters across as a row? Is it five or six? I think it's six. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. If you're gonna, you want to make it even, don't you? And so you'd have <laughs> two, two in the next one, and three in the next one, and that would have six characters. I don't know. Is it is it six by six? Maybe it's six by six. I don't know. Something like that. But um, I don't know. That's that's my. That would be my guess. You make it an even extra row down below. Um, they didn't do that for Smash, so I wouldn't count on it. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. They didn't. So, but you just you just don't know. So, um. Uh, th- these are great. They could even do themes like they did with Animal Crossing and Link, uh, Legend of Zelda with the Wii U ones, and so they could do something with Kirby or another Nintendo IP, and I think that would that would go back gangbusters yeah. too. I don't know how long they could keep this thing alive, though. Like Mario Kart Eight is what eight? Not it's gonna be nine years old this year. Just, just keep selling it, doesn't it? That's uh, <laughs> just. <laughs> just... <laughs> If they add Kirby to it, that's the point. They're like, yes, so yeah, we need to need Kirby to kill it. Characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was, I think, I think the Smash, one of the Smash Ultimate trailers had Kirby on Rainbow Road, if I remember correctly. I feel like I remember really seeing Kirby on Rainbow Road. Okay, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but I mean, there's still a lot of characters that they can add. Uh, Diddy Kong's not in it, which is yeah weird. I thought Birdo was on it to begin with, and so when they announced it, I'm like, what? I thought it was, Birdo was already there, but yet, yeah, obviously not. So and now with the with the movie coming out, they should add some some of the Kongs because that's that kind of looks like just an easy easy thing to do, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I remember way back, way back in the Wii U days of Mario Kart Eight, people made like mock DLC characters, <laughs> and they had like they had like Plessy. From 3D World, and uh, it just had some good ideas. So hopefully Nintendo saw those and was yeah. Like, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Uh, yeah, I think I think you guys on the talk show talked about the monetization of it and how they could take it so much further. And and there is so much stuff they could do really. And it's it's a very basic sort of um setup they've got with this DLC just to get a bit more income. But it, it just sells so much, you know, sixty dollars a pop, isn't it? So yeah. that's uh, and I think it's it. still. Well, in the uh, North American sales charts, it's always in like the top ten for everyone. Yeah, yeah, and it is here for Australia as well. It's just you buy a Switch, you buy Mario Kart Eight Deluxe as well. It's just it just goes hand in hand. Um, and now, and now they have the the Mario Day bundle. Yes, that yeah. you can choose to buy. I think Mario Kart Eight is in there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's. I think it's just America only. I haven't seen anything for it. Oh. Other regions, so well. Yeah, I'm not buying. I, I don't think I'm gonna buy it. It's an OG switch, isn't it? It's not the OLED. It is OG. Yeah, yeah it's that's OG. it's a bit of a hard hard pill to take at this time. I think. Um, they did an OLED. They could do an OLED because it's the Joy Cons and uh the I suppose the dock as well. Is it? Does it come with the theme dock or is it just the the no, Joy Cons? Bla- it's a black dock. It's just yeah. a Joy Con. And the grip, maybe. No, the grip is black, I think. Okay. It's not the blue one. So it's literally just the Joy-Con. So they could do an OLED. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, oh, we've got next week to look forward to, to those uh, extra 
that DLC wave, then Metroid Fusion as well. So that's good. Um, big episode, but I just wanted to touch on our topic about the 30th anniversary of uh, a little series I like called uh, Star Fox. Have you heard of it, Johnny? Is that one you've? Uh, I've never heard of it. When was the last? Like I, what is it? I've never, I've never heard of this. I know, I know, Nintendo hasn't. No, that's right. I sure, forgot about it. Yep. You know. <laughs> but um, had his 30th anniversary the other day. I'm just gonna play a bit of Star Fox music as I, as I talk about it. Um, you know, 30 years. I couldn't believe this. I thought it was older. It looks older. But uh, 30, 30 years since the very <laughs> first game, um, the SNES on-rail shooter that got released in Japan. Um, I think the game was a bit of a marvel at the start, you know, with its polygon graphics, which was the first for Nintendo. Um, and it had an actual... I didn't know this, so I've been reading all this up. The actual um, Super FX graphics chip included in the cartridge. So that was cool, how they got that to inside yeah. the hardware to make the you know the game to, to play on the SNES. Um I don't know. I I always feel bad about this franchise because I feel like it's could have so much potential and it did and then of late it hasn't. Like we've had the great games of the 90s and the 2000s with the OG one, Lilac Wars or Star Fox 64 and then the even the GameCube titles, even Command I really liked, but then since then it's just been a lot of low lights. Um with Zero especially, the lack of games. And then even... Remember Starlink? Starlink, yeah. I mean, I, ha- I bought it. I have the... I don't know if you can see it. Actually, you can kind of see it. The I, wings yeah. right, right there. That was the reason I bought it. Yeah, and I paid full price. You could have got it for like... 10 bucks a month or two after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was so cheap, wasn't it? Actually, I don't think I pressed the right button before, but that's all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she just shows DMCA what the strike. Yeah, done. That's it. That's it. Um, but you know, is this online rail shooter? Is it? Is it just a, a game type of yesteryear? And it, does it have a place these days? I don't really like. I don't really see any of these games out these days. No, it's like an on rail shooter. I mean, the N64 one is is probably the most beloved one, and it's, yeah. I think it still holds up pretty well today, especially the 3D version. But, uh, yeah, I think if they were to release a new Star Fox, it would need to not be on real. I think it would have to be like an open-air mm. uh, space exploration, kind of like No Man's Sky, kind of like Starlink. Yeah. And it just be because Starlink was not a Star Fox game. It just had Star Fox characters in it. That's right. There were. Um, and I think there was like a couple special missions, maybe. I don't remember. It um, feels so long ago now. Yeah. I mean, they were part of the story. And so you got to see the cutscenes with them. Um, obviously, Fox and then uh, Falco, Slippy, all that um, in the game. Uh, but yeah, it was. Just on the Switch, so the PlayStation and the Xbox versions didn't have that, which is fair enough. Um, but it was the whole sort of Toys to Life thing, wasn't it, that I think scared a lot of people off. And, you know, if it had had didn't have that stuff, I feel it would have been a bit more successful and people might have gone into it a bit more. There, there's a, there is a thing about, you know, it's another Skylanders kind of game. And yeah. I, I felt it came at the end of that, you know, big sort of rush of the Toys to Life stuff. So, um but but Starlink was fun enough. I think 
yeah, the no man's sky kind of treatment is probably the way to go. And um, I don't know, you just got to camp it up. I, I just think that the more melodramatic Star Fox is, the better. I, you just can't do take it. Roll. Do a barrel roll. You know, you just cannot take it seriously. And yeah. and and, and, I love, and and have the good luck. Good luck. Like the, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just the noises and everything. Did I? Yes, I got it. Very good. <laughs> I, I prepared for this show. Um, so you know, and then do you think Star Fox Zero has killed the franchise? I don't know. That game, I call it Star Fox Zero out of ten because it is, <laughs> it is not a good game. I mean, I feel like that game is fine if it had normal controls. Yeah, it would be an okay game. But mm. the, what they tried to do with the gamepad on the Wii U was just bizarre and confusing. Just playing it like this, and oh god! Yeah, you had to like look at the gamepad, but you also had to look at the the screen yep. at the same yep. time. So you're like, I I did not like that. And then yeah, I feel like well. Star Fox has become what well, did become their experimental game because with Star Fox Zero they had Star Fox Guard. I don't know if that's what it's mm. called. In, in yes, it was. Yeah, was just the the security camera game. Yeah, big tower defense game. Yeah, the tower defense. So, I mean, I don't think Star Fox was in a healthy point before Zero, and it definitely Zero definitely didn't help it. No, I uh, I think it yeah I I think it's taken it back just with how it kind of flopped. I mean, late on the Wii U was the worst time to release it. I think um, April or so twenty sixteen, under a year before the Switch comes out, just uh, didn't oh, do. That's it. when it came out. I don't. Yeah, didn't do it any favors. Um, and yeah, excessive complicated controls on the gamepad. Um, but you're right. I think outside of that, it's, I enjoyed it enough. It, it's a short game, but that's what a Star Fox is. You're meant to replay it and, and get the um, high scores and, and go through it all again. Um, just, just some of it was tedious. Some of the off, when you got the robots, dropping the robot down to do a few of the missions, fetching things. Chicken. Yeah, no, I just thought it was a bit... I didn't like, I didn't like the chicken. Like the, didn't like chicken? I don't know if that was called it. I think it looked like a chicken to me. Mm, I can't remember the names now, but... um. It's, yeah, um, it makes me f- feel better about being a Metroid fan, though, because I'm like, I could be really <laughs> into Star Fox, and my life would be really bad, and I would be onto Pokemon Sleep the day it comes out. I'd be like, buying five Pokemon Plus Pluses to help me sleep, because I'd be rocking in my chair at night. So, so they, tr- I mean, they tried with Star Fox, right? <laughs> they, they had the SNES Classic come out. Yes. With Star Fox 2. Yep. But what I think they didn't realize is Star Fox 2 is terrible, <laughs> and they probably should have not done that. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's the selling point for the SNES Classic? But I, I, that game is awful. And that's probably why they haven't put it on the NSO yet. I was going to ask, is it on the NSO? I don't recall it no, being... I, th- I think Star Fox 1 is, but 2 I don't believe is on there. Yeah, I... I just... It's bad, and I don't. Maybe, maybe it was because I never really played the original Star Fox on the SNES. Because that that's a very clunky. Because you're playing a 3D game with yes, a 2D using it. Yeah, correct. A 2D. Um, bad thing. Yeah, it's you know it was never going to be a, a perfect experience, was it? Star Fox Two is on uh, NSO. So. Oh, it is. Okay, I'm yep. sorry. Well, you don't have to play. Just know that it's not a fun experience. 
don't, don't bother with it. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. Um, but uh, Lilac Wars, as we call it, or Star Fox 64, I, I think it is such a great and fun um, game. Um, uh, yeah, you, you can smash it out in an hour, but that's not the point. You're meant to replay it and, and find the secret passageways, get the high scores, defeat Andros again and again. It's um, that, That's been and really fun. Multiplayer, like, I think mm. the multiplayer aspect is really cool for that game. Like you do dog fights. Yeah. Like, that's fun. Uh, whenever you play, I mean, there was a whole Star Wars game that was just dog fights. So people want to play those games. And uh, yeah, I, I would love to see Star Fox kind of like No Man's Sky. I mean, it doesn't have to be completely open with, you know, whatever billions of planets that they, it could, it could be more linear, but yeah. Have that have uh, co-op because you have you have a squad you have a squad, so I don't know if you could could you play through sixty four levels with somebody? I think you can in co-op. Yeah, in co-op. I'm not sure. Don't recall it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah I might be wrong. Mm. That'd be a cool aspect. You get to be Falco or Peppy or, or you know Slippy, just a different um, character alongside Fox. Going through the levels, um, I, I think you know that in Assault they did it on person, and so you got to be um, as Fox with the rocket launchers, you know, running yeah, around shooting that up. A, that was a janky game too. Like that yeah, did not control that well. I loved it as a kid, and then I replayed it the other year, and thought, "Wow, it is yeah janky." Uh, it, it's a the, uh, the the nostalgic bubble burst in front of me, and that that, that was sad actually. I thought I love this game, and now it's not not quite the same for me now. Um, but yeah, they've they've teetered with stuff like that though, and then like with Command being a bit more of a real time strategy kind of game. Um, I enjoyed that one for how different it was, and so um, they they've tried things, and it's you know. I think the problem yeah. the problem is they don't really have a developer. For that IP, right? No. It's been changing hands a lot. They don't have somebody in house that just can make those games. No, that's it. And so, um, until they find a home like they have with Metroid now with Mercury Steam, um, you know, yeah, you're you're, you're all right. It's just gonna be one in limbo and uh, one of those things that Nintendo probably doesn't want to, well, sees the the worth in investing time and resources into. So, um. If we got a Star Fox on the Switch, I'd be very like surprised. Perfectly fits their like uh, the the animal vibe. Like it perfectly fits their their brand. The aesthetic, so isn't it? Could, yeah. Like just figure it out. Just, <laughs> just just call up who makes No Man's Sky. I don't remember. He- Hello. It's that one guy. Yep. Get that mechanical Pikachu to make the phone call and yeah, uh, get, d- get, get Pokemon Company to make it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> enough people they're not making any games oh man oh man uh, that's right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it is yeah that's right it's it's we're at the stage now of the switch now we're getting a lot of sequels um nintendo's you know putting time into those big ones that sell and we're not seeing as many of those other smaller ones get rebirthed and you know i wonder if so my thought is Nintendo's kind of coasting until mm. whatever's next, yeah. next generation, and you know then they'll they might have other games in the. Because they, I would assume they're holding stuff 
because they don't need the release. Yeah, I'm with they're, you. They're in such a good position. They don't need to re- like they have Tears of the Kingdom this year. Like they don't need anything else. No, no. I think you know uh, Engage got leaked really early, uh, and that turned out to be true. And I think they probably held on to that after Three Hopes, um, and then yeah. with Primary Mastered, we heard late last year. Um, yeah, I think they can hold these. Um, yeah, yeah. You're right. Have yeah. The, the most incredible. Nintendo Switch 2 launch lineup ever. Yep. With Mario Kart 9. Mario Kart 9. Name Super Mario. A new, a new, a new 3D Mario. Yeah. Yeah. And new uh, Donkey Kong. New Star Fox. <laughs> new F Zero. I'm hearing F Zero rumors as well. Like, oh. Uh, yeah, it's the crossover. Yeah, that, that gets me excited. But uh, <laughs> I'm not going to look too much into that because uh, uh, I think I've been burnt too many times. But. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I love Star Fox. I love Sin and Punishment as well. So there's something about the on-rail shooters I like. Um, but it is, yeah. If they needed to give it life in, you know, 2023, they would have to make some changes because what they've done currently, yeah, um, is in the past, really. So, um, Johnny, thank you for coming on today. Really appreciate it. I really... Thanks for having me. You've been great. I want to get your thoughts on this last thing in the Weird Nintendo because... Um, you guys take your security seriously in America. Um, I appreciate that because you kind of have to. But um, so for our weird Nintendo, I just go over weird news articles that I just feel are weird. And so I just want to talk about it. And so um, as reported by Nintendo Life, um, an individual hoping to enjoy last month's Nintendo Direct. He got really excited. I, I do this when it comes out. Like it was slightly overlapping to when I start my work day. And so... I started work a little early, but I took time out of the day to watch the direct live. So I'm, I'm, I, I understand this guy. But um, so a, a person believed to be a student at the California State University Fullerton has caused the campus's acting chief of police to increase security after sending an odd message to a professor urging that class be cancelled for, and I quote, the good of humanity. <laughs> so the news came from the CSUF police department's twitter page um i'm gonna share my screen fairly quickly here we go um so tonight we are made aware of a perceived vague threat to campus received by a professor via email the email referenced a once in a lifetime event that would occur tomorrow february 8th and the individual urged the professor to cancel class for the good of humanity After hours of investigation by our detectives, we learned of a Nintendo Direct event that would occur at the exact date and time the individual suggested the class be cancelled. The individual, believed to be a CSUF student, then reached back out to the professor via email, admitting it was a bad joke regarding the Nintendo Direct event. Out of an abundance of caution, though, additional officers will be on campus tomorrow. Student community service officers and community service specialists will be highly visible and our K-19 will walk the campus and buildings. We understand that a threat of any kind, real or not, may cause many to fear for their safety. Please know that we do all that we can to ensure safety for our campus community. So, Johnny, what do you think of that? Is that is that an overreaction? Does this happen a lot where you live? So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're speaking on behalf of all Americans here, Johnny. So... <laughs> So uh, in America, there is a there's a problem 
with uh, uh, vi gun violence, I would say. Yes. And I, I don't think, I mean, I, I'm sure the email that he, that the student sent was like, uh, you cancel class tomorrow because. Yes. There's a direct on. Something's happening. <laughs> Once and in a lifetime event. That happens three times yeah, a year, yeah, yeah, actually, I think. I think there's three tracks a year. <laughs> <laughs> For the good of humanity. Like, good of he probably phrased it. I mean, the student had no, no idea that that would cause that type of reaction. Like, uh, yeah, I doubt I'm sure. They were like, oh, yeah, we're going to make them think that <laughs> we're going to cause issues. But, yeah, now with all the all the gun violence and, and everything that happens on, at, on American schools and, and campuses i understand why they took precautions but yeah it probably it probably was a overreaction and but it's just it is weird no 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 wonder why you put it in this weird segment because that is just <laughs> odd <laughs> uh just once in a lifetime you know yeah three times a year um <laughs> i think this this must be one of the first times an nintendo director has caused uh potential escalation of uh, of security fear so um, Probably, I feel like when Pokemon Go was in its prime, there were a lot of instances of like cops <laughs> being called. And oh yes, yes, that's true. That that was a crazy time as well, wasn't it? The uh, everyone out and yeah. about, people on the phones driving trying to catch a Charizard. It was. Uh, <laughs> it's like I got I got to go there. There's a Snorlax in the park. I just remember there, there's a Dratini in the beach, and so people would go out into the water to get a bit closer. Um, <laughs> A guy was on his bike. That's time, yeah, that's just 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 crazy. So, um, yeah, so that that's weird, Nintendo. I just random stuff. It's just just, that is, just yeah, that gift that keeps stuff. giving. So, not surprising. <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> but yes, Johnny, thank you. Go to the polls. <laughs> do, do do your civic duty and vote. That's uh, that's all all say. But um, Johnny, thank you for coming on. Much appreciated. Where can people find you? I'm uh, Johnny Bo everywhere. It's spelled like J O H N I I B O, like John plus Amiibo. I, uh, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. And this is a family friendly show, so that's it. Oh. Thank you. We're not uh, going to link him to his OnlyFans uh, page <laughs> that I've just learned about earlier on in the show. Um, no, thank you for, for being on. You've been really good. Um, please check out his work on uh, TikTok and YouTube, posting um, very constantly, um, as well as the Nintendo Powercast where he's on. Uh, Janibo spelt the way it's on the screen there if you're watching on the video show. Um, thanks for listening, everyone, to Nintendania. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks um, for the lead-up to uh, Bayonetta Origins, so we'll be covering that um, and see whatever else comes out in March. But for now, catch you later.